Hi, this is Jalen for Dobbs, where tire buying is easy. At GoToDobbs.com, shop brands, sizes, pricing, and our amazing deals. With 40-plus locations, get same-day install. For tires, it's Dobbs. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. It's time for Wednesdays with Wayno on the opening drive. We're talking life, baseball, and what's happening at Big League Impact with Cardinals pitcher Adam Wainwright. Wednesdays with Wayno is presented by Scott Lee Heating Company, a proud Mitsubishi electric elite contractor. We welcome to the Celebrity Line another world champion, two-time World Series champ, Adam Wainwright. Happy birthday to you, sir. Good morning. How are you doing? Morning. Thank you, Randy. Doing great. Doing great. Just dropped my little man off at school. And uh, I was going to call you before that, but it felt like the added entertainment was uh, <laughs> going to be a, more of a distraction than it was anything else. <laughs> okay. He, he's beautiful. By the way, we'll, uh, we'll get started with this. One, two, three. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Adam. Happy birthday to you. There you go. And many more. Oh, did we have good singing I'm, gra- I'm grateful. I'm grateful for Brooke for keeping that together right there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I wasn't actually bringing the Adam Wainwright uh, national anthem vibe to the, the song there. But I tried my best. I tried hard. <laughs> you did great. You did great. Thank you, guys. Appreciate it. Uh, do you have, and obviously you have spent most of your life's birthdays now, Playing baseball, right? Do you have a birthday that is just kind of set apart that is in your mind's eye as either your favorite or most memorable? Mm. 42 for sure. (laughs) (laughs) Good. This will be the best one. I think, uh, you know, um, I've had a couple opportunities to – I think I've thrown a couple complete games on birthdays. Um, through the big leagues, maybe for 40 and 39, both, I think I did it. Um, those are pretty memorable, you know, and, and I like pitching on, you know, big days like that. I, I, I've, my wife's birthday, my mom's birthday, my brother's birthday, you know, those kinds of things. I feel like I always get up a little bit more for those games. So um, maybe I just need to Act like every day is Randy Carricker's birthday, you know? Oh, there you go. <laughs> That's a whole week uh, thing that we had here. Yeah, we had a whole week worth of that. It was, it was a Randy long. week. A Randy, Randy, Randy Palooza. We had so much food brought in here every single day. <laughs> it was all types of treats, cheesecakes. It was cream, gooey butter cake. It was so many different things that we are not supposed to eat on a regular basis. It was brought in every single Uh-oh. day. Yeah, it was it was rough. I, I thought I know the difference, Randy. I just didn't want to say anything. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Believe me. Wow. I know. I know. There you go. That was a good one, Adam. <laughs> well, Adam. 
Adam, I want to ask you about, you talked about the other day about digging back into 2014 video of yourself for some recent inspiration. Why specifically that year? And I think that we probably know why, but why that year? And what were you able to implement from reviewing that film of yourself from 2014 into your recent outings? Well, so that year, um, mentally, I was just ahead of the pack. You know, I just was ahead of the hitter. I knew what he was thinking. I knew what he was going to do before he knew what he was going to do. I knew I knew what the hitter's reaction to each pitch I threw was going to be. It was really cool. It was a really cool time for me. Um, and, uh, you know, I, I probably going to win that Cy Young if I don't have kind of a little elbow tweak about three-fourths through the year. But still pitched great. I still had a great year. But that was – it was so fun to go – you know what I felt like? I felt like it, like an elite quarterback, you know, when you see Brady or Mahomes walk up to the line and they look out at the defense and they go, that's what you're thinking. <laughs> Are you kidding me? That's, that's kind of what I felt like. And so, you know, my uh, – my body's been dealing with a litany of things this year, and so stuff's down a little bit. But I felt like, you know what, mentally, if I'm in the right space and I'm still thinking like a pitcher and still out there competing my tail off, there's a lot of things I can still do pretty good at this level. And so I went back to 14 to just kind of get some of those, um, just some of those anecdotes, you know, this, what was I thinking on that pitch and why was I thinking it and walking through at bats and and games and and uh, you know sometimes it's good to look back at prior success and and get that good mojo going into a game. Well, and also did that account for the longer pants and the shaven face too? So shaven face kind of happened by accident, and I think everybody who has a beard or trims it at, <laughs> at one point has, has done this. So I I, I wanted to take it down because I I had let it get really long. It was kind of obnoxious, and so I'm like, all right. I'm just going to take the sides down to a three, and I'll maybe, you know, take the goatee down to, like, a four maybe. Or, and then I got going. I was like, oh, let's just take it all to a three. So I took it to a three, and I was like, yeah, but I kind of wanted that goatee to pop a little bit. So I took the sides to a two, and I thought, you know what, maybe I'll just take everything lower. And I went to a two everywhere, and then I thought, you know, this mustache is kind of annoying. So I took that to a one, and then I looked at it, and I thought, you know, that looks a little crazy to have it just different like that. So I thought, okay, I'll just take everything to a one, and we'll just kind of start over. And then I, I shaved it down so low, I'm like, you know what? I might as well just go ahead and shave the whole thing off. You know, that's kind of how. But, uh, you know, signified. It was, maybe it signified a clean start, too. But then, um, but then, but then the, uh, the pants down, that was kind of, that came from the, <clears throat> from the videos I was watching. You know, I thought... Because I didn't start doing only pants up until like three years ago, maybe four years, three or four years ago, I started going pants up. Because I, my buddy John Gonser here in St. Louis, he says, "Hey man, I know you only wear pants up on Sundays, but I just got to tell you, every time you wear pants up, you pitch great and you win." Mm. So I'm like, "Well, shoot. I mean, gosh, if that's <laughs> that's the correlation, I'll I'll give it a try, you know." And so. Uh, I tried it out, and the next game, I think I threw a complete game or something, and I'm like, well, Dad Gum, okay, here we go. And so uh, then I just kind of got I got comfortable with that feeling of kind of your pants up, they're out of the way, you don't have to worry about them anymore, you know. And then a lot of people were saying, dude, that's a good look for you. I was like, all right, well, shoot, I'll be a pants-up guy. And then I thought, you know, that could be like when I put the pants up, that's like signifying game time. So, all right, 
that worked for a long time. And then, you know, I was watching that 14 film, and I'm going, well, dang, that that doesn't look too bad, you know. And I'm pretty good pitcher back then. Maybe I'll give that a try again. But I, and I put them on right before the game. And I still, I've done it so many times in a row now with pants up, it felt kind of awkward. You know, I'm like, ah, I don't know. I really want to do this. And so I'm in my pitcher's meeting with Dusty, and I was like, all right, Dusty, your call. Pants up or pants down? He goes, well, you're kind of a pants up guy, but let's go pants down today. I said, all right, there you go. That's how it happened. <laughs> Simple. Very cool. Uh, Adam, talk so to Dylan, me. Dylan Carlson's been trying to get me to go pants down for a while now. He, he likes, because I throw my bullpens with pants down. Dylan says, dude, you look you look swaggy when you got your pants down. So that's so why. Adam, I, I do want to tell you, when people just turning in, tuning in, and hearing pants up, pants down, they're going to be a little confused. So we are talking about pants leg, uh, not pants down. Just so we're, we're clear. I, you know, I just want to make sure we, uh, we're all on the same page here. Hey, so y'all need to get your minds out of the we have children in the studio, Adam. It's it's gonna happen. I got, I got five I got five kids at home I'm dealing with, and I gotta deal with this too on the radio. Exactly. There you go. <laughs> Adam, talk to us about that win last night. How how good that felt to to see Tommy Edmond uh, hit the game when he hit hit see Wilson Contreras get those two home runs. How did that feel for that team yesterday for your team last night? Well, I tell you, man, it's uh. It's a good feeling because I, you know, I'm walking through the dugout last night. I'm going, hey, this game's not over, you know. And then you see guys kind of perk up, you know. It's not over. I think sometimes when you're in a funk, when you get behind, I think you can you can lay down a little too easy, you know. And so just uh, just seeing Wilson get that big hit, that big home run to center field to tie it up, his second of the game. We needed that so bad. You know, we needed somebody to step up and, and put the team on their back for a day. Wilson did that yesterday. I mean, of course, you know, Goldie gets on base again like he does when we need him to in big spots. He just continues to do that. And, and uh, you know, he just – Wilson just – he hit a – the guy was throwing 100 miles an hour, and he throws a, a nasty pitch below the zone. And Wilson went down and hit it. Hit that ball. It had to be over 110 on a line to center field halfway up that berm and center that's not easy to do but it was a big time swing and we had to have it because we just had to somehow somehow somebody had to get us off the schneid you know somebody had to get the script flipped and uh, hopefully that leads to a lot of good games here Adam Wainwright with us. It's Wednesdays with Waino here on 101 ESPN. And Adam, Alex Cobb, I don't know if you saw this from the Giants, was within an out of a no-hitter last night. He goes eight and two-thirds. We saw that happen with Waka in his rookie year here. Uh, wh- why do you think it happens so much that a guy gets 26 but can't get the 27th out? It seems like it happens pretty much. Man, I lost it. I, I don't know. I don't know. I, I always, I mean, it's my wife and I, anytime we see no-hitter after seven, we turn it on no matter who, whose game it is. And she loves baseball, too. So we, we turned it on and and uh, saw the first and second out. And then as soon as he hit that ball, I was thinking, oh, no, because you know how it's, it's just a big expanse out there in right field in San Francisco. That's just a lot of ground to cover. Um, I don't know why it happens like that. You know, we saw Miles Michaels miss one last year, eight and two-thirds. Fly ball to center field with Harrison Bader out there. You would think for sure that ball's getting caught. If we had him played in a little bit more than normal and he gets down and walk it, the, the tapper over the mound. It's just like closing the game out, you know. 
people who don't understand, those last three outs are different. Those last three outs are different, and it takes a different mindset to get them out. It, it just does, and it, it's hard to explain because you're thinking, what's the difference in those three outs? The other teams, the other teams pressing really hard, and pressure's on, the fans are on you. And those last three can you can mess with your psyche a little bit if you're not prepared for it, and, and sometimes sometimes it gets you. But uh, I think with with that last out, I don't know if it's I don't know what it is. The other team just gets, you know, lucky or if it's or if it's just because they've gotten out twenty six times in a row and the odds are that they're finally gonna get a hit. I don't I don't know what it is, but it does seem like it happens a lot. I remember there was a guy named Dave Steve. I think he had four I think he had four no hitters broken up in the in the last inning, if I'm not mistaken. That's right, Toronto. Good memory. Yeah, and I, and I think he ended up did he ended up throwing one, but his his last one that he got broken up in the ninth inning you got to go back and look at this. It's just a standard ground ball to second, and it hits a rock or something on the ground and kicks 10 feet over the second baseman's head. It's just like no rhyme or reason why that would happen. Just unbelievable bad luck. So I don't know why it happens, but uh, I'd like to try it. I'd like to get to eight two-thirds and try to get that last out. And by the way, and I know you believe this, if Adam Wainwright has a no-hitter going, or any Cardinal has a no-hitter going, uh, if Chip Carey and Brad Thompson are tuned in, don't talk about it. You're a, you're a big believer in that. The broadcaster should not talk about the no-hitter, right? Absolutely not. No chance, man. That, that, and look, I don't know if I believe in jinxes and curses and all that either, but I'll tell you this. There's no doubt in my mind that as soon as you talk about something that's happening good in baseball, Five seconds later, it's going to end. That's why we're on the other side of that. I can't tell you how many times this has worked. When we're on the other side of that, somebody's got a no-hitter going, I start telling everybody in the dugout, hey, did y'all know this guy's got a no-hitter going? Man, this guy's got a no-hitter going. And the next, I'm telling you, the next pitch, half the times I do it, the next pitch is the base hit. That's fantastic. Hey, we're so looking forward to participating in the Big League Impact St. Louis Fantasy Football League. It's going to be a lot of fun. It was great to be with you a couple of weeks ago to kick things off. And, man, it's right here. One week from tomorrow is the NFL season opener. Yeah, I'm ready for it, too. I'm really ready for it. Uh, It's just, you know what? In, In this game of baseball, you need some outlets. And I've been telling our young guys this because some of our young guys are, are baseball-only people. They play a little bit of video games better or whatever, but they, they just they go, they go home and they grind about, all right, how am I going to get better, and then, which is good to an extent. But you will drive yourself crazy if you do that for 365 days. They need to get hobbies. But I don't care if that's – you want to go play golf, that would be great. Golf's a good one. Fishing. Do something, right? Do something that you can do throughout the year, too. That provides a little bit of break away from the the, the, the mind games that baseball is, and, and fantasy football is one of those for me. I mean, I just I love playing fantasy football. I love I love watching the NFL. I love how good those guys are and how rough it is. I love the game of football itself, college and NFL. But that just is a it's a good outlet for me, and it's a good outlet for baseball players around the league. It's, and it also provides a lot of camaraderie. You get together, have a big draft. You know, then you find yourself talking about it at dinners and all kinds of stuff. It, it's a good thing to do. 
And you can learn more about what's going on with Big League Impact at bigleagueimpact.org. Wayno, have a great birthday. Glad that you're playing a day game tonight. Enjoy it with your family tonight, and we will talk to you next week. Yeah, I appreciate it. And if uh, anybody's interested, there's Big League Impact on the website. Um, it's uh, uh, got a limited edition Wayno t-shirt that's that's only available for a little bit of time uh, because of my birthday today. So anybody wants to support Big League Impact and needs an extra blue t-shirt, go to go to uh, bigleagueimpact.org and, and uh, check it out. I'll Thanks, give, guys. Appreciate th- it. Thank you, Wayno. Appreciate it. Adam Wayne right with us on 101 ESPN. Go to bigleagueimpact.org and get that shirt today. And Adam insists that all of his shirts, he tries them on, that they're very soft and comfortable. So I can guarantee you, because I have like three Adam Wainwright shirts, that they are all of high quality. And so if you order one from BigLeagueImpact.org, you're going to like it.